my name is Randy, and I will be your host for this episode of Infotainment. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. I would like to welcome you, you, and especially you to this episode of Infotainment. And by the way, if you like this program, be sure and tell your friends. I would like to thank each and every one for their kind and generous donations uh, via PayPal to randyms12 at gmail.com. Well, I would like to thank those people uh, if they would make some. It would really be appreciated and that you show some appreciation for the show. It was like that time I had dinner with uh, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and Elon Musk. And I stated, what would uh, $500 million each uh, be too much to ask to show your appreciation for the show? I know you like it. As I wake up this Sunday morning, I find out that the elevator is out of order and my bathroom sink does not drain. Apartment living, isn't it great? Which brings me to the topic of apartment bathrooms. Why in the hell is most apartments that I've lived in uh, have the bathroom right next to the kitchen? Uh, which makes it, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't get that, but uh, make sure that you t- uh, take a dump after you do your cooking or else it will, uh, uh, even if you shut the door, it will add a certain spice to your food that you uh, do not want. For a person who from time to time has to use the public restroom, I find their design to be incredibly inconvenient and uncomfortable because they usually uh, jam one side of the toilet right next to the wall. And it makes it very difficult if you have to lean over during uh, some portion of the uh, bowel movement experience. And also, they have the huge Ferris wheel of toilet paper that is so thin you need to uh, wheel it around (laughs) quite a bit. (laughs) If you can, without uh, tearing off one sheet at a time. Sometimes I feel like I get the whole... Uh, total yoga experience trying to use a public restroom. Even though I have some bathroom issues in my apartment, they are not as bad as this man. A man in Bangkok was bit on his penis by a snake hiding in his toilet. And it's not even the first time this has happened. This gives a whole new meaning to the term trouser snake. This story starts with a man in Bangkok named Turdsack. (laughs) 
<laughs> Excuse me. That's the way it's spelled. Turd sack. <laughs> oh, you can't make this stuff up, people. Uh, I will not try and even pronounce the last name. Uh, but that's how uh, us in the United States was T-E-R-D-S-A-K. He woke up and took a seat on the toilet to handle some <clears throat> important business. But then he tried to stand up and he felt a sudden and intense pain on his manhood. I was about to get up from the toilet and felt a bite. <coughs> he told Amarin TV, a Thai broadcaster, I immediately knew it was a snake. I stood up, squeezed the python's head, and ripped it off of me. Oh... Yeah, the ripping, um, maybe I would have, uh, not, well, what do you do? The blood was everywhere. It was basically the scene from Snakes on a Plane. But Turdsack was lucky. Instead of bleeding to death, Turdsack had a neighbor drive him to the nearest hospital where he received 15 stitches on his penis and scrotum. Now, wait a minute. You might be wondering how the hell wasn't he surprised to find a python hanging off his dick? Well, it turns out, Turdsack, and everyone else who worked out of his home that doubles as an office for his production company already knew there was a snake in the home's plumbing. They even made jokes about it, saying, watch out for the snake. I think I would have... Uh, called a plumbing and snake wrangler uh, before this uh, <laughs> happened, but when everyone went to the bathroom, the house has two bathrooms. How does the employees, uh, I mean, put up with that at a production company? Uh, two bathrooms and one has a, a snake hiding in the plumbing. He told the local media, media, about two months ago, someone else saw a snake in one of the bathrooms, but we couldn't catch it. After that, we stopped using that bathroom and switched to the other one. I don't think the pipes were connected. I was reckless. A local animal control officer was able to wrangle the toilet python in about 30 minutes and save anyone else from future tragedy. And it turns out that's a pretty common job in Thailand. Snakes, mostly pythons and cobras. Uh, you know the exact kind of snakes you don't want to find in your toilet routinely. Slither up the pipes to pop out when people are at their most vulnerable. In 2017, animal control officers removed an insane 4,612 snakes from people's homes. The vast majority of them, 4,519, were pythons. In 2016, a different man was bit on the penis by presumably a different python. Another was bit on the ass. And just the week, uh, and just this week, actually, 
a woman woke up with a king cobra snuggled up beneath the sheets. Yeah, I'll be uh, moving there soon. There's apparently a Thai folktale about how waking up with a snake in your bed means you have a secret admirer out there, which is sort of sweet for something so dangerous. As far as we know, there's no folktales about finding a python in your toilet aside from having some pretty shitty luck. Yeah, I'd say getting bit on the penis would qualify as a pretty shitty luck. <laughs> God. And uh, I'm concerned about a stopped-up uh, sink drain. My next story uh, is uh, full of the Ew! factor, but I do know some people that should pay attention to it. Your pet dog is full of dirty diseases. Recent research has shown that sharing an ice cream cone with your dog or letting your cat nap on your face isn't just unhygienic. It could kill you, so cut it out. <laughs> I also know that there are people that let their dogs lick their dinner plates clean uh, before they wash them after they finish their meal. And that, to me, is just disgusting. Ew! Recent research has shown that sharing an ice cream cone with your dog or letting your cat nap on your face, oh, that's uh, the same thing there. But diseases in November reported that zoonotic infections, diseases transmitted between animals and human Human beings are on the rise, and some will make you sick to death. These sort of ailments are spread by parasites, fungi, bacteria, and viruses that originate not from pigeons, rats, and other varmint scum, but from within the warm bodies of our beloved household pets. According to Michael Day, lead author of the report, and a professor of veterinary pathology. Excuse me while I put on my glasses. I'm surprised I forgot these. But uh, he works at the University of Bristol. As dogs and cats have moved from the barn to the bedroom, the potential for disease spreading to humans increases. Michael predicts that the next global health threat could be a pet-borne zoonotic superbug. Ugh. Yeah, well, uh, there's some things connected with COVID uh, that people are hypothesizing that happened. Uh, maybe. Not sure on that, so I'm not going to say one way or another of the origins of COVID. I don't know what we intend to learn if we do, even if we do find the exact origin of COVID, but antibiotic resistant strains of bacteria such as methicillin, a resistant staphylococcus, uh, I'm going to butcher that, MRSA are emerging and causing problems in hospitals, Michael said. MRSA 
uh, which can live in humans as well as animals, is transmitted. Ooh. Transmitted? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, we hope there isn't any transmitting going on. That's uh, one way these things get started, I've heard. Transmitted via skin-to-skin contact. And symptoms include weeping pustules or boils in your armpits or butt crack. Uh. Ew! Ew! Jeez. <laughs> oh, and it can lead to life-threatening blood infections and pneumonia. Another not-so-fun thing your pet can give you is visceral uh, leishmaniasis. A disease sometimes spread by dogs that affects 500,000 people a year worldwide. Wow. It results from parasite infections in the liver, spleen, and bone marrow that lead to fever, mucosal uh, ulcers, organ swelling, and if the virus is left untreated, a slow and painful death. Oof. A 2010 article in the journal Eurosurveillance reported that the impact of the disease was grossly underestimated and cited it as a major latent health threat in Europe, linking the spread of the disease to the increase in spoiled people insisting on traveling the world with their shit-eating dogs. And who can forget toxoplasmosis? an infection that causes internal inflammation, seizures, and death. Toxoplasmosis commonly results from whiffing up too much cat crap, and there are around 60 million carriers in the U.S., according to the Centers for Disease Control. Our old friend rabies is also on the rise, spread mostly through dog bites, Rabies infections cause 55,000 deaths per year, mostly in Asia and Africa. Besides the stereotypical foaming at the mouth, rabies can result in paralysis, anxiety, terror, hallucinations, and delirium. It also kills 99% of sufferers who don't receive treatment. So please, for the sake of of the general well-being of humanity, quit French kissing your schnauzer asshole. <laughs> uh, what a way to end that article. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, some of that stuff I've seen, uh, licking of the plates after eating it, just uh, is, uh, I've never seen anybody... Uh, well, maybe I have uh, on ridiculousness, uh, uh, a dog and a person sharing ice cream cones. That's uh, disgusting. Let's move on, shall we? This next story might anger some of you who are friends of uh, megachurch pastor Joel Olstein, who I think is a phony baloney uh, lining his own pockets with uh, a lot of donations from people who cannot really afford to be giving them. But 
we have a story here. Megachurch with Ferrari driving pastor. Yeah, he uh, really uh, lives a humble life. Uh, gives back $4.4 million in uh, pandemic loans. Joe Olstein and his tax-exempt megachurch became viral villains last year when they received one of the pandemic's biggest taxpayer-funded loans. You know, he's worth $50 million, and no wonder he's got that phony baloney grin on his face a lot of the time that I've seen him on television. A Houston megachurch whose celebrity pastor, yeah, worth $50 million, has repaid the federal government $4.4 million in pandemic loans after going viral for the outrageous handout. Lakewood Church, which is tax-exempt like most religious institutions, took $4.4 million in taxpayer-funded paycheck protection program loans at the height of the COVID pandemic last year, all while senior pastor Joe Olstein flaunted his insane wealth. It caused Osteen and Ferrari to trend on social media as observers questioned the institution's need for such a huge payout. Osteen reportedly owns a $300,000 Ferrari and a $10.5 million mansion and has been photographed traveling in style on a luxury jet. Meanwhile, he has made appearances on the Today Show, urging people to not focus on what they have or don't have. Yeah, Mr. Prosperity Minister, and he's the one prospering the most. Uh, <clears throat> Lakewood, believed to be the biggest church in the U.S., that I did not know, with an average weekly attendance of 45,000, shut down in-person services last year and told the Houston Business Chronicle they had to go months without the ability to collect substantial donations. Oh, I'm sure some of them are coming by mail. They insisted none of the PPP money went to Osteen or his wife. I always thought it was Olstein, but uh, Osteen, both of whom allegedly do not receive a salary from uh, the church. Uh-huh. And called the loan crucial during such a time of need. The money provided the church with short-term financial assistance to ensure their 368 employees could continue to receive a paycheck and full health care benefits, a church spokesperson said. Well, uh, doesn't say any of that money went to the uh, uh, food banks uh, where I saw the huge line of uh, cars waiting to receive 
food there in Texas. But uh, here we go on with the story. Thousands of other religious institutions received up to $7.8 billion in PPP loans, according to some tallies. On Friday, a Lakewood spokesperson provided bank statements to the Houston Chronicle showing that the church had fully repaid the loan. PPP loans were 100% forgivable if a company retained all its employees at the same pay level and if the money was spent on payroll and other eligible expenses. The spokesperson did not say why the church repaid the loan. However, other big businesses, businesses like Shake Shack and the Los Angeles Lakers returned their loans after being heavily criticized. Yeah, the only reason they did that was because they were heavily criticized. <clears throat> Had they not been, uh, you think they would be, uh, keep that money? Uh, yeah, I do. Rob Boston, a senior advisor of Americans United for Separation of Church and State, told the Houston Chronicle that Osteen was rightfully criticized for taking the loan. But the larger issue, he said, was that religious freedom is a core promise of our Constitution, and that means that no one should be forced to pay for someone else's religious belief or practices. It's not the first time Osteen and Lakewood Church has been shamed into action. In 2017, the church refused to open its stadium up for Hurricane Harvey victims. I do remember that, and that was a real uh, class move by them. But eventually did after a firestorm on social media. Osteen has also attracted criticism from other religious leaders for his espousal of the so-called prosperity gospel, which teaches that wealth is a sign of God's blessing on a person. Well, I think it is time to pop and drop this podcast like it's hot. Initiating shutdown sequence. That was legitness. For those of you who appreciate this program and would like to make a donation, you can do so via PayPal at randyms12 at gmail.com. Now I think it is time to warp drive this podcast to the interwebs. You can check out my Facebook page. You can tweet my Twitters at Randy Podcaster. You can email me a comment at randyms12 at gmail.com. Question or concern about this show? Tell me you like it, dislike it, hate it, <laughs> whatever. But if it is good and say an under 10 minute read, I might read it over the air. But as always, have a pleasant day today and a happy ending tonight.
you do with smoke weed? 